my my question here is when you look at the trilemma now now you talked about uh, decentralization how does it compromise on scalability and security what do you see is the challenge when you're implementing something like a decentralized node uh, uh, project and do you compromise on scalability how do you address that challenge so i on the on the scalability part um, i would like to take a specific example about remittances remittances here from um, uh, from the uae uh, to rest of the world uh, crosses over 30 billion dollars and uh, you know some of the large uh, fintechs uh, and and my definition of fintechs is the all inclusive the banks the startups um, everyone who's actually you know part of the fintech financial services ecosystem what we have seen there is how can we uh, remit without any friction okay while the fees still remain a challenge right we still end up paying 3 to 5 dollars per transaction depending on how much money you're remitting so it's very very transaction based still banks charge a higher fee right so when it comes to decentralization obviously as satish mentioned you know um, the the proof of ownership and the transactions are decentralized you know how can a government body and 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 there are fantastic examples uh, uh, in the fintech space here one of the examples is ethereum where where you know they've, they've made this entire infrastructure autonomous um uh, but but still using traditional uh, cards to kind of pay and but but it's a good step towards kind of liberalizing um remittances and and kind of paying for government services it, uh, you know how can we solve the scalability issue uh, if again it's a cha- the challenge lies within how can uh, these different stakeholders as as we say proof of stake can come together at least form one consortia to kind of beta test remittances which are friction free reduce the cost of ownership of a transaction again the central bank has to come and picture the uh, uh, the uh, different ba- and and DIFC has a fantastic sandbox of about 13 banks which are working closely to, to kind solve the scalability trilemma right so i i think uh, there is work going on on the back end but still uh, a lot of issue is banking the unbanked you know in africa in asia in india specifically in other parts you know how can we really frictionlessly remit uh, money and and that money gets utilized by the real beneficiaries and also that utilization can be tracked so there are fantastic startups coming which can actually have monitoring of this remittance uh to the utilization of that remittance all right so very very interesting uh scalability is happening um and and uh startups and government bodies are trying to uh, uh kind of come together to solve this the scalability trilemma well i mean there's a technical question right there uh, i read somewhere that visa is able to um, let's say process 65000 transactions per second Uh, in decentralized models you have multiple nodes who are verifying this rather than one central node so obviously there is a speed issue so how do you from a technical standpoint look at solving that that's a that's a fantastic question and it's a 
classic question which has taken a new shape so during the waterfall project development life cycle model during the product development life cycle model we always used to compromise between three things right quality budget and time so if you want quality uh, and uh, you know you want it fast then budget will be extremely high so that that thing it still exists in this topic as well you know so if you want decentralization then scalability becomes an issue direct direct proportion security i understand you know we will come to that slightly later but the moment you say that uh, visa is able to do 60000 transactions per second i can definitely talk about few new blockchain frameworks which has come in the market uh, i am not sure if i can take names here uh, because i am not promoting any <laughs> crypto or something like that but you know there are blockchain frameworks which supports 60000 transactions and there is eth 2.0 which is supposed to support uh, uh, 100000 transactions per second so you you may ask a simple question that satish bitcoin does 2 3 transactions per second the current ethereum does 10 to 12 transactions per second and how are you claiming that you know uh, the new ones the new frameworks which are coming in blockchain can support 100000 transactions per second it's not a mind shift it's an architecture shift huge shift in the way the fundamental blockchain we all know about bitcoin you know pretty well okay so i mean many of you would have stocked that in your uh, wallet and uh, some of many folks here have become millionaires blockchain millionaires uh, bitcoin millionaires uh, so in bitcoin the concept is very simple right it's a layer one architecture so we three are the participants we three have nodes we three are called as miners and our job is those people they do the transaction we three have to wait it and after you wait i don't accept that you have done it or we don't accept that you have done it so we come into a consensus mechanism so that's where it takes time okay so for our, his software and my software to so basically you do the guess the 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 nonce it is called as right so you guess that and we check whether you have guessed it right and whether you have arrived at the number so obviously by design this takes time so now the only way to increase the scalability is to change the architecture so now the new ways of uh, uh, blockchain solutions have started focusing on not just proof of stake that reduces the uh, number of uh, participants in the uh, you know who validate but they have introduced the concept of validators okay so they have started trusting humans again <laughs> yeah it's like a, it's like a verified by twitter or right they have started trusting human blockchain has included humans in the equation i'm feeling very proud about this because originally the, you know it removed the humans from the equation right so these you know about miners we just spoke about miners these validators are based on your society status okay so you have 32 eth you participate as a validator uh, in the equation and we too will not leave you to be happy we will you know constantly monitor you and one wrong act you do we remove you as a validator mm. so the algorithm has shifted from this mining mathematical guesswork concept to this validator concept in validator concept what what happens is your job is to validate a side chain okay so we all know about the main chain and we all know about side projects or colored coins right so where colored coins people take something in a side chain but this side chain has a completely different meaning so the meaning is you all know about uh, sharding sharding is pretty old uh, technology 
whenever a, a big enterprise let's take mcdonalds for uh, example and it is there in india dubai uh, uh, malaysia singapore and all those places now i want to have a consensus of the data in my central location which could be new york or uh, wherever so i follow the concept of sharding implicitly today okay so where you have the same schema but you focus only on dubai data you have the same schema you focus only on malaysian data so that sharding concept is coming back to this uh, new blockchain uh, architecture where you know the side chains will have details about one specific domains and then you know that gets rolled up to the uh, primary chain and the validator he does that job so in this act what happens is so you all know that the smart contract which is the uh, you know holy grail of this whole blockchain you know where you are able to run a program in, in in a network okay so which validates who we three are and what value is being transferred from a to person b and going and recording that in the in a ledger right so that smart contract ideally as per the original blockchain algorithm has to run in layer 1 itself but now that is moving and it is moving to the master node and the side chains won't run the uh, smart contract so the moment i say side chains won't run smart contract what is happening i'm saving a lot of time so you know by this architectural is this right or not we are not going to debate about that because there are parallel algorithmic designs by few other uh, blockchain folks who have gone into a completely different way of uh, you know attesting a transaction we we knew proof of work we knew proof of stake now proof of history has come okay so and they started trusting the clock the internet clock in the uh, whole network and they started time stamping and doing a cross verification of that it is like you are reading a newspaper today and there is a clock here i have taken a photo and tomorrow this photo goes into the uh, so that's one more way of uh, increasing the speed of the transaction